A very good evening and welcome to Women's National Basketball League Round 2 action between the Australian Institute of Sport and Canberra Capitals. Yes, that's right. It is the local derby coming to you from the AIS Training Hall and very much looking forward to this one as I welcome Simon Peters to the call who knows both of these teams very well. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. It's the big local derby. Um, these games over the years have been pretty huge, particularly when uh, back in the old days when... Uh, the AAS were touting players like Lauren Jackson, Kristen Veal, Penny Taylor. There were some real scorches. A bit more one-sided in recent years, but um, certainly if you look at look at the box scores from last week's games, I found them very interesting looking at them before. Both teams shot a really high percentage. AIS shot a 47. The Capitals at 48. Yeah. Uh, both teams, 41 and 44 for the rebound count. 20 and 18 on the on the uh, turnover count. A lot of similarities in their games last week, and they did play the same team. Both teams playing against Dandenong. Of course, the AIS squeaking away with a two-point win. Uh, the Capitals coming away with uh, the 31-point win. So, um, yeah, I've got a feeling it might be a little one-sided tonight, but um, the AIS are definitely going to be on a high to their first win uh, in a season. So, no win at all last season start this season with a win is going to make them feel great. Their first win since January 2005. No doubt the girls will be a little bit buoyed by that, Simon, but it could be a reality check here tonight. I spoke to Coach Dean Kidsman before the match and he said this is a good test to see where, where the girls are at. They'll go in with a little bit of confidence, though. Definitely. Um, the, the thing they did well last week was their, their start. They really started... Uh, it was their first game of the season. I guess they were, they were buoyed with a bit of confidence having been to the game the night before and seeing that Dandenong were, were pretty severely undermanned, so they they went out there like a team with nothing to lose, and they, they went harder, and really they won that game in the first half. Uh, Dandenong came back hard in that game, and the Chute were able to just hold them off and, and sneak away with the win. Um, but definitely, the the test is here tonight. They get to, to stand up against you know we, a team that's at the moment without Jackie Styles and without on a Lofthagen and that team that's on the floor there would be looking at a top four spot right now without the addition of those reports. Sure, sure. The AIS on the other hand, they do have a nice mix. They've got a couple of tall players in Kayla Francis and also Marianne Tolo and a couple of good downs as well um, in Kennedy, also Schatz and Ebsbury. So they've got a nice mix out on the court. Definitely, there's, there's a bucket load of potential out there and they they have some some big bodies. There's not a lot of bigs left in the league. Um, of course, the, the Capitals lucky enough to have the biggest in Tracy Beattie, who's about to... Well, Tracy's not going to be in the jump. They're going to put Abby Bishop into the jump. Yes, as they did last week. Referees for tonight, Drew Meads, Peter Wright and Dan Johnston just about set for a tip-off here at the AIS training hall. It is the Australian Institute of Sport going up against the Canberra Capitals. Players just waiting... Gary Graff having a word to her players on the bench. I wasn't happy with where players. Tully was standing in the, uh, in the set for the, for the tip. Just a little bit of advice coming there. So Expect, uh, we can see uh, Bevel Acra just in there, her back court, just, a, just on her side of the halfway line, and Tracy Beattie over there. You'd be looking for Abby Bishop to tip it down here. Bevel Acra, run away with the layup. Absolutely. So Some of the Capitals have always done. They've always had a set play off the tip. Well, they can afford to count they with the height that they've got in their lineup. Just about underway here now. Jump ball in the air, and it was one down by Francis. She got it to Ebsbury. Good start by the AIS girls. They move it over halfway on the right flank. 
now with Francis, who's just outside the perimeter. She fakes one way, goes the other, feeds Colo inside, goes hard against Beatty, used the glass, but it didn't drop. And Beatty gets the rebound. Bevilacqua on the rebound for now, the Capitals. Gives it to Abrams, who feeds all on her own. Bishop underneath the basket, and she scores the opening points against her old club. Yeah, she'll be feeling great coming back here to the old uh, training hall and getting the first two points of the game. The IAS managed to get the ball into their front court. Just losing control over here. Peter Martin just chasing down that ball and uh, just stepped out of bounds. So Bibby brings it back in from the sideline. In the backcourt now for the Capitals. Ballard brings it over to Abrams. Abrams feeds Bishop once again. Kicks it back out to Bibby who's outside the perimeter. Finds Abrams inside. Good work but it was well chopped off by Schatz for the A. And she's fouled reaching in against Bibby. That is the first personal of the night. Yep. Just Bibby just with the little reach there. The uh, Both teams will be looking to cut down their foul counts from last week. The... Uh, AIS had 28 fouls for the game, which is, which is fairly high. And a Capitals few early ones too, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, the Capitals with uh, with 22. Bevilacqua putting a full-court press on Ebsuri. Ebsuri has the ball at the perimeter. She goes left into lane, kicks it back out, and there's a call off the ball. Without a court, standing... Nikita Martin again, yeah. Martin with her foot outside the court. So the... Capitals will bring it up into their forward half. Balakweva goes all the way under the basket. Good work, though, from Tolo. She blocked Ooh. it, got the pass off the Shat, and then it's off Abrams, and there'll be a throw-in on the sideline. Carrie Graff thought it was off. Yeah, yes, player. Dan Johnson wasn't sure. He looked over to Peter Wright for some uh, confirmation because he was really in the mix of that contest there. Ebsuri being forced by Bevilacqua to the left wing. Feeds it out wide now to her teammate in Martin. Martin gets it off the shot, fake the three-point, feeds Tolo inside, and Beatty gets the foul. She reached across Tolo. Yeah, that was pretty soft, and that, there's been a lot of talk this, this week about, um, about Tracy fouling out of the game last weekend, and, and she's really working on... Uh, on, on not getting herself into foul trouble. That was a soft one to start with. But Shat speeds it out wide. Francis thought about the three-point shot. Goes to Tolo, who's working hard against Beatty under the basket. That and one she draws the foul. Yeah. So Beatty already with two personals. We've only gone in a minute and a half. Well, that, that was a silly foul. But I mean, she knew from the first foul, you know, 10 seconds ago. Uh, it was very soft. So she knew, gets you, give you an idea of, of how the, um, the referees are going to call a game as a player and as a coach. You know, you use this first couple of minutes to see how they're going to call a game. Straight away, she, knew, she knows they're going to call something soft, and she's going with a hard reach on that on that foul. So, as you said, two fouls in the first minute and a half. Tolo misses both free throws. Francis tried to get some heavy work on the rebound. Bibby got it after her. She pushes down the court, right down the centre. Goes all the way on the left lane. It was blocked nicely, though, by Martin. And then Tolo gets the board. Bishop with a full-court press. Feeds Schatz. They need to get him into their front court. Schatz now gets over with a crossover dribble. She looks into the centre, finds Martin, feeds it to the left flank. Has Ebsuri, goes hard against Bellavacqua. And it's chopped off by Martin, uh, sorry, Bishop with a nice intercept. And she gets the bounce pass back to Bevilacqua, who brings it up the court to the right flank. Feeds Bibby, Bibby looks up the top, finds Beatty, still on the court despite two personals. Bevilacqua feeds Abrams at the free throw line. She misses the shot, was short on it. Schatz got the rebound, presses down the court, she did well, but Abrams got a hand in there, knocked it to the advantage of Bevilacqua, on the transition, Bishop brings it down the court, and she's failed by Francis as she goes to the basket, and that will take Bishop to the line.
Kylie Lange coming on for Tracy Beattie. Should move. Yeah, give Trace a chance to cool the Jets. Just reiterate the fact that, yep, they are... <clears throat> the refs are going to call it nice and soft tonight. Gone two and a half minutes. Bishop is the only score on the court. It is two nil in favour of the Capitals. Now three nil. Bishop with all three points thus far. Certainly a, a slow start for the Capitals. You mm. would have expected them to be uh, to be out by a little bit further than this, and would have expected the AOS to have scored as well. Bishop two from two from shooting a pair. Gee, the full court press from the Capitals is really putting some pressure on the students at the moment. Ebsbury just has it in their front court. Balavakwa gets the steal though, takes it all the way oh. to the basket. Ebsery is able to get the rebound. She pushes back down the right wing. They just need to release some of this pressure. Martin passes wide to Francis, who's outside the perimeter, goes inside now, looks for Shat. Shat's up underneath the ring and she draws the foul against Kelly Abrams on the way. And that is the fourth personal for the Canberra Capitals. Not a lot in that either. I wouldn't have... Uh, I don't think I would have called that either. That's so... The refs are calling some very soft stuff, although... If you if you carry Graf and you can see her talking to Peter right now, Tully Bevel, uh, not Tully Bevel, like with Jess Bibby was fouled yep. pretty hard. I yep. thought down there on that layup a couple of minutes ago, no call there. So if you you know when you're coaching, all you want is consistency. You you know the um, as we're saying, the refs will try to set the, the the pace of how they're going to call a game in the first couple of minutes. As long as they stay consistent, that's all you can ask for. Shats nails both from the line and the AIS are on the board. They trail two points to four. Seven minutes remaining in this first quarter. Bibby looked to feed Bishop, but Tolo chopped it off. Dean Kinsman spoke about her pregame, said she needed a step up tonight. She did there, but Bibby gets the steal on the transition. Feeds it in. Oh, yes. And shot it rolls in. That's Thought a shooter's roll. <laughs> Absolutely. <coughs> Ebsery being pressed. Tolo forced to carry the ball. That's dangerous. Feeds Shats. They're over halfway. Martin on the left flank, feeds Tolo inside, they're looking to go to her off and Shat on the baseline, draws the foul as she goes to the basket against Abby Bishop. So Bishop well, now has two personals. Six minutes 39 left in this quarter and the AIS are in the bonus. So, uh, and that is a bonus, isn't it? Definitely. If you're Dean Kinsman, you go and go inside. Jess Bibby pulled out of the game, Matt Hurst has come on for her. Not a bad substitution, is it? No, Jess has looked a little erratic. Um, certainly not the sort of poise and stuff she had in the game last week. She got 31 points. Shats three from three now from the bonus line. Let's see if she can make it four. She can. <laughs> Six four in favour of the Canberra Capitals over the AAS. Six and a half minutes remaining first quarter. First, bringing the ball up right side for the Capitals. Looking for some penetration. Ebsbury hot on her case. She feeds... Bevilacqua who gives it to Bishop, kicks it back outside to Abrams who drives hard to the baseline, throws up the shot out of court and it will be a Capitals ball with eight seconds remaining on the shot clock. Kerry Graff's having a lot to say to Peter Wright over there, the, the uh, referee over in front of the Capitals bench. There's a lot of contact being let go underneath the Capitals basket. Bishop fed oh. by Abrams beautifully under the basket and Bishop has started very nicely. Tolo with the ball in the backcourt. Ebsery being hassled by Hurst. Ebsery goes one way, then the other. Bevilacqua applies some pressure. She tries to feed it out wide to Newley now. She picks it up. She's on the ground. She fed it well. Got it to Francis. He drives hard on nice. the baseline. Uses the glass very nicely. That was a fantastic drive from Kayla Francis. She's no guard, and she put that on the floor and drove it past two players and kissed it off the glass. She has got some tremendous mobility for a girl who stands 192 centimetres. 
Now we see the fruits of uh, Carrie Gratz, uh lobbying there of, of Peter Wright. The first foul called on a drive for the Capitals there as we've got substitutions coming on for the AIS. Molly Lewis and Ellie Manu coming on, giving Rebecca Schatz and uh, Nikita Martin a bit of a rest. Well, Sorry, Dean, Mariana Polo. Coming Dean on. Kinsman does like to use the bench quite a bit. And why not with such young talent needing experience against one of the premier teams in the league, the Canberra Capitals. The first free throw drops. The second one from Bevilacqua. Straight through. She nets it beautifully. And the full court press from the Capitals continues. AIS get it over halfway. Lewis with the ball on the left wing. Doesn't want to dribble. She looks inside now. Beautiful oh, pass there. Nice. That was great basketball. It was a, a risky pass, but the, the, uh, the gamble paid off and an easy two points for the shoot. 10 to 8 in favour of the Capitals. Five minutes remaining in the opening quarter. Abrams up the top of the perimeter. She backs back out. Looks inside of the key. Going hard. Five. Beautiful there by Langy. She drews the foul and she scores on the way to the basket. Opportunity for a three-point play. That was a slick move from Kylie Lange. Just Kel Abrams just drawing her defender away and just feeding the ball in so that Lange has a one-on-one and an, an easy basket in the end, really. She's a handy medium to taller size player to come in off the bench, isn't she, Lange? Definitely. And she makes the three-point play, which makes it 12 to 8. Oh, gee, the pass from Francis to Newley was erratic. They turn it over. Bevilacqua feeds Abrams. Abrams goes to the baseline. Lange back to Abrams. Bevilacqua outside the perimeter. Drives hard to the basket. Bounce pass now. Lange goes all the way. Oh. Tried to use the glass. Francis slapped it back out, but Hurst was quick. And the shot clock has been reset. It's down to 19 seconds. Hurst on the right flank. And Bevilacqua takes a tumble on the floor. It's fed to her now. She gets it to Abrams, who lights up with a three. Was short on the shot. And there's a pushing out foul on the rebound. And it will go against Manu, Manu on yeah. Bishop. So Manu got the rebound, but she fouled Bishop in the process. It's a, a real weakness in Ellie Manu's game. She just needs to not try to muscle her way through sometimes in those situations and she does move her feet more and get position. She does seem to like the physical stuff, <laughs> Ellie Manu. Bishop now in the paint, goes one way, kicks it back out to Abrams, fake the shot, Bishop will go, and she uses the glass beautifully. Great start for Abby Bishop. Full court press now from the Capitals on this young AIS team, really applying the pressure. They force it over halfway through Langford. Gets it to Ebsery, who's on the right flank. Inside to Newley. She works her way inside the paint. Turn around, nice. fade away, jump. Oh, beautiful stuff. Good job from Mia Newley. Terrific stuff. It's 8-15 to 15 in favour of the Capitals. Hurst drives hard down the left lane. Draws the yes. foul and nails the shot on the way. Oh, It's all happening here for the Canberra Capitals at the moment. 17 to 8 they lead and a three-point opportunity coming up here for Natalie Hurst. Caddy Edgerick picked up her second personal there. Yet to score also, Caddy Edgerick. Well, they're really putting some pressure on her when she's trying to bring the ball up the court or when she's receiving a pass in the front half of the court. She's just getting no room for the likes of Bevilacqua, is she? Definitely. And, you, you know, we've, we've been mentioning it through the call so far that the... Um, the Capitals are putting full court or at least half court pressure on the AIS guards, and um, you can expect to see that through the game. It's uh, you know if they've got a weakness, it is in that ball carrying area, yep. the AIS. And again, it's a it's a it's a spot where traditionally the AIS is always weak because 
there's something about the, the, the point guard position and the decision making and uh, it's a maturity spot and there are very few girls that are this, this age of 17 or 18 that have got the heads up play and the skills to be able to bring the ball up against the league's best defenders. But um, Well, Carrie Grass really looking to exploit that at the moment. Definitely, the, yeah. The court, it was a bit of a press at the start of the game, but it's really a full court press when the AIS have to throw it in from the baseline. Definitely, and, and Ebsbury's probably the only one in this AIS lineup that uh, is going to make a contest out of that. I, I wouldn't back any of the other any other guards. Jamie Kennedy not playing tonight. I'm not quite sure what the situation is with her, but she's not even suiting up. That, so that is a good point. That not even here on the point. bench. Um, I would put her in that same category as Ebsbury, but I think uh, Martin and Newley are going to really struggle to bring the ball up against this defense. Well, Jamie Kennedy will be missed. She had seven rebounds last week, including mm. three offensive rebounds. Now, she's not a noted rebounder, but she had a terrific game, particularly late in it when the pressure really was on. She's a fighter. That's, that's one thing you can't, you can't teach. It's just part of a player's makeup. Langford gets it over halfway to Manu, gives it to Epsbury, or awkward pass for Newley, and it's forced out of court. So they turn it over again. Abrams brings it in from the sidelines. Bevilacqua bringing it straight up the middle of the court. Newly in pursuit. Gives Hurst in the corner, outside the perimeter. Feeds it inside. Abrams fakes the shot, then goes Ooh. on one foot. Everything tries the shot. rebound, knocks it out of court. And it will be an institute ball. That was a beautiful move from Abs. Just a little light on the finger roll there, so it didn't, just didn't quite get the height it needed. So forced to bring the ball up now is Emma Langford. She's done it nicely, drives all the way. And Did a great shot. On the way. And Bishop in for a third personal. Well, yeah, she really blew past Kylie Lange, and uh, Abby Bishop really had no choice there. She picks up her second. Uh, really had no choice there but to come over and contest it late. Bishop uh, has been the dominant player so far. She's in three fouls now, and she's got eight points on the board. Uh, only the two fouls. Two, right. Yeah. Okay, beg your pardon. Um, it will take Langford to the line. Caitlin Cunningham coming on for Abby Bishop, giving her a well-earned rest. Yes. Oh, she's a good player. Of course, the ex-Bulleen Melbourne player, suiting up this season for the Canberra Capitals. Last week's game against Dandenong was, was Caitlin's first game back in a season. So she did very well yep. for uh, such a long break. She's coming back from injuries. Langford converts a pair at the free-throw line. It's 12-18 to 18 in favour of... The Canberra Capitals here on AIS Basketball. Abrams works the screen nicely, oh. off the glass, kisses it from the free throw line and shoots two points. Kelly Abrams has got a very deceptive shot. She shoots quite low. Doesn't really elevate and get a hand up high above her head. Langford pulls up for the jump shot from just inside the perimeter. Cunningham and Schatz go for the jump ball. And the arrow is pointing the way of the Capitals. Just Bibby back on. Maybe must have come on in that last break and given uh, Tully Bevilacqua a rest. Tolo's back on for the AIS, replacing Manu. Hurst bringing the ball, perimeter. Good pressure there from Langford. Hurst with the bounce pass, goes inside to Lange. Thought about the shot, forced to feed it back outside. Eight seconds on a shot shot. Cunningham oh. with a big fadeaway shot. Doesn't even make the ring. That was good defence from the AS. Transition basketball to Newley, who drives it all the way and draws the foul on the way. Oh, no, foul. it was a charge. Yeah, Kel Abrams did a very good job. Really saw, really um, set up me and Newley there. Saw that she was going to just 
goes straight to the basket, has plenty of time to get set up. Kel Abrams has, you know, been second in the league for uh, in the voting for um, Defensive Player of the Year for two of the last three years. So she's no slouch. And she's enjoying a very nice game tonight, Kelly Abrams. As she gets it to Bibby, Bibby forces her way to the baseline, up and underneath Vert, the ring. It's good. Vert and draws the foul. 22 to 12 now, the Capitals up. Bibby has spent time on the interchange in this first quarter, back onto the court, and already having an impact. Ankle looks good. She took a tumble in the warm-up and uh, went over on her ankle, got up fairly quickly and right. just walked it off and uh, doesn't appear to be affecting her in any way at the moment. She has four points on the board at the bonus line. Can't convert for a fifth. Manu gets the rebound. Pushes it to Langford who's going down left wing. Feeds it to Schatz who's on the left flank. Looks inside to Tolo. Cunningham there with her. Feeds Schatz. She has her toe on the line for the two-pointer. Oh, wow. It was an air ball. Disappointing result. Tolo fought hard for the rebound. Works it out now. Abrams on the transition for the Capitals. Hurst forces her way underneath the basket. Goes underneath. Cunningham with the offensive nice. board, makes the basket and draws the foul. Caitlin Cunningham is a very, very athletic player. You can't, she's not the sort of player you can just uh, put a hand on and hope for the best as Mia uh, Newley picked up her first, her second personal foul. What are your fouls in this opening quarter, hasn't there? Yeah, we've got two, four, five. Sorry, that was Mia Newley's third personal. So eight personal fouls already for the AIS and uh, seventh for the Capitals. Cunningham for the three-point play, converts. That's the triple. Nice work from her. Tolo at halfway for the AS, gets it into the front court to Schatz. Schatz on the right flank. Tolo back inside, the old one-two, nice. working beautifully, that combination. It seems to be where they're getting their scoring done. It's from some of their bigger players, Francis, Tolo. Saw Emma Langford bring the ball up through there before. That was a nice move. And they're really looking to Tolo in the paint, aren't they? Lange feeds Bibby inside the Ooh. paint. Bibby doesn't miss from that close range. Tolo was bearing down on her. She released that with about a millisecond there. Tolo has uh, been fouled just in the back court yeah. by Vivalacqua. Just a bit overzealous there. Probably, you know, the smarter move there is just to let her get the ball. Really, really Tolo is not going to dribble the ball past Tully Bevelacqua, I'll tell you that right now. She really crashed into her, didn't she? Yeah. Not a good foul. No. Tolo at the line, because they are in the bonus. 27 to 14, the score in favour of the Capitals. Tolo makes the first. Good shooting from her. Can she make the second and reduce the margin to 11? Overcooked it. Good little clever tap there from Ironmonger, but Hurst oh, intercepted man. the pass. She presses all the way down the centre, and taking a foul there is Martin on the court. And that will take Hurst to the bonus line for two shots. It's a real desperate, desperate foul there, too, from Nikita Martin. There was, Natty Hurst was in a lot of traffic, was still going to have, have some work to do to get to the basket or to get a good pass off, and just no real need to make that foul. Hurst at the line. She makes the first free throw. 28 to 15 the lead. First for a fifth point, converts and shoots truly. Langford under all sorts of pressure. That's Martin in the backcourt. She travels. Needs to get over with eight seconds. Ironmonger then does travel. And the AIS turn it over. This full court pressure is going to really hurt the AIS as the game gets on. You'd expect that if it starts to blow out that the Capitals will probably release that pressure. And, uh, you know, not... It's a pretty intense way to play, and there's 
always a risk of injuries. I know I'd be full of Mac once we started to get out to a lead. Bevilacqua to Lange in the low post. Hurst kicked it back out. Bishop now. Oh, good play there from Ironmonger. Turned it over with the ball now. Langford for the AS. Shatz going down right wing. Gets it back out to Langford, who's in the right corner to Shatz. She's outside the perimeter. 12 seconds on the shot clock. Feed inside now to Tolo, who nice. draws the foul against Bishop and converts off the glass. Really nice move there from Mariana Tolo. She could be a, a big a big name player in a couple of years, Tolo, if she uh, keeps progressing the way that she has so far with her career here at the AIS. She, she was very green when she came here last season and showing some really nice moves already this season. For the three-point play, Tolo, she can shoot nicely for a tall girl as well. Yep. And there has been... 29 to 18 points scored in this first quarter in favour of the Capitals. Good defensive work from Martin on Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua inside the perimeter to Bishop. Bishop held up by Ironmonger, forced to kick it back out to Hurst. Hurst makes her way to the free throw line, back outside to Bibby. Five on the shot clock. Bibby pulls up for the hurry three-point shot. It juggled in, but it didn't go in. Ooh. Good offensive board there from Lange, and she's fouled. Rebecca Schatz with the foul there. Schatz for a second foul. It's really interesting because last week the AS they really used to use Francis and Ebsbury in the scoring zone. This week it's all about Mary Antolo. It's going to happen when they come up against some of the, the better drilled teams and, and teams with stronger defenders. They're going to they're going to look at that lineup and realise that those are your two danger players of the AIS, Arcadia Ebsbury and uh, Cala Francis. So they're going to they're going to do a lot of hard work defensively against those two players, try to shut them down, take them out of their regular game. Lange makes one of her two free throws, the latter one. Tolo gets it over halfway to Schatz. She's on the right wing. There's only eight seconds remaining in this first quarter. IAS with some tremendous pressure. Force Langford with a fadeaway jump shot. Bibby offensive board. She'll shoot from halfway. She does on the buzzer. Hits the backboard. But it is wide, and that is quarter time here at the AIS Training Hall. It's a 30 to 18 lead in favour of the Canberra Capitals. An entertaining first quarter, plenty of scored, very high scoring quarter. In fact, Simon Peters, I've very much enjoyed it. What are your thoughts? Oh, after um, a painfully slow start, I think two points scored in the in the opening two and a half minutes, and then to pour on another. What have we got there? 46 points for the remainder. That's uh. Yeah, it was just, uh, I don't think the Capitals would have been happy at all with the way they started. They looked a little lackadaisic and a little just taking things a bit too easy. I think uh, once they got their head screwed on, though, they started to score pretty easily. Once both teams were in the bonus, too. Capitals did a very good job. They were in the bonus. Well, they had the AIS going to the line from six and a half minutes and uh, only put the AIS on the line two more times in that entire period. So they did a very good job of adjusting their defence once they got in trouble. Uh, the Institute didn't do such a good job of that. We now look at their foul count. It's 10 fouls in the first quarter. They had 28 in the game last week. They're currently looking at 40. They keep this sort of uh, game going. They really can't afford 40 fouls. You get 40 fouls, you're fouling out three or four players at least. So Sure, the big point scorers in the opening term, eight points courtesy of Abby Bishop for the Canberra Capitals playing against her old team tonight, the AIS. Six points to Jeff Bibby. The leading score 
uh, for the Australian Institute of Sport is number 14, Marianne Tolo, who has six points. Four points has Rebecca Schatz. Move of the, the quarter, though, I think, for the AIS was that drive of Kayla Francis. She's come left down the side and uh, dribbled past two, driven past two defenders and just a light little kiss off the glass. That was a sweet move. She's an exciting player. She very much is. Well, we have four matches taking place in the WNBL in Canberra next weekend. So it's going to be huge. AIS taking on Bully Melbourne and Canberra taking on Perth on Friday night. On Saturday night, it is the AIS taking on Perth and Canberra taking on Bulleen. So, a big weekend of WNBL action next weekend. But right now, it's time to check in for the second quarter. Schatz will bring the ball back into the AIS. She passes backcourt to Katie Ebsery. She has it knocked away by Hurst. Manages to regather the ball. She goes right wing all the way. Ooh. And it's blocked by Bishop. Someone got a hand to it, but there is a foul called. Is it on Beatty or Bishop? It is on, it's on Bishop. Bishop. So Bishop in for a third foul. So that's a little bit of concern. Wouldn't be surprised. In fact, the substitution is taking straight away. We yeah. say. Kylie Lange back in for Abby Bishop. But they've got some tools in reserve. They've also got Cunningham on the bench, the AIS. But I don't know that I agree with that move from, from Coach Graff. I mean, you know, you're up by 12 in a, in a game that's starting already to look very one-sided. Don't, you know, yeah, she made a mistake. She's picked up a third very, very early. But give her a chance. Give her the experience to get out there and play in a bit of foul trouble. And maybe, you know, it's not like you, you don't have enough potential coming off the bench. That's it. Ebsuri makes one of her two free throws. <coughs> Beatty at the top of the room. Gives it to Abrams. Abrams wants to go left side. Now she goes right with a crossover dribble. Forces her way to the basket. Beautiful lay-in. The softest little lay-in. Just given the depth stare to the referee, too. And, and rightly so, I think Abs was ridden to the bloody basket there, wasn't it? Ironmonger on the baseline, forced to go to Tolo. Tolo gives it to Shat. There is a foul. Ooh, and a, wow. A, an offensive foul against Shat on Bevilacqua. That'll be Rebecca Shat's third foul. So already you've got Shat and Newley with three fouls apiece for the AIS. Not a good start. Cala Francis with two as well. Particularly when Jamie Kennedy is not playing tonight, a similar kind of player. Yeah. To Shatz. Maybe not quite in the same class, but plays that guard position well. Cala Francis, interestingly enough, sitting over on the bench. She didn't start that second quarter. That's an interesting move, isn't it? She has two fouls. Well, here she comes now. Yeah, she's a good player, so you'd like to see Nikita her. Nikita Martin and Molly Lewis also coming on with Cala Francis. Checking in for Shatz and Ironmonger. Abrams with the ball just over halfway. Passes to Bevelacqua in the corner. Pass to Lange. Oh. Lange gives it to Beattie. It was an awkward pass. Beattie regained the basketball. 15 on the clock. Bishop into Beattie. Beattie off the paint. Draws the, the foul on Tolo and converts off the board. Another three-point play opportunity. It's a good option that, that uh, I think the Capitals need to keep looking into. Get Tracy B in that low post situation. You saw then, I mean, Tolo is... Not short. She's a, she's a tall player and just had to foul Beattie to even think about stopping that basket. Beattie scored 19, sorry, 12 points last week against Danny Nong. And a terrific game. Tolo doesn't want to dribble, passes to Ebsuri who's on the right wing. They're over halfway. Gives it to Francis at the top of the perimeter. Passes 
Back to Ebsery. Hurst putting a good press on her. She opens up now, looks the toe under the basket, but she overcooked the pass. Fortunately, it came off the Capitals, and there will be a throw-in on the baseline for the AIS with eight seconds on the shot clock. Lewis gives it to Ebsery, who shoots up with a J. She missed everything. That's disappointing. Did better last week. On the transition, Hurst drives all the way down the right lane. Oh. Can't convert, and it's knocked out of court by... Yeah, Natty Hurst trying to be a bit too cute there. She had the, had the left-hand layup, yeah. but tried to milk the foul by going under and spinning it off the glass in the reverse layup. And, uh, you know, you go the, go the easy two points first. Martin... Playing the point guard, brings the ball down, gives it to Ebsbury on the left flank. To Lewis in the corner. To oh, Tolo, who works beautifully against Tracy Beattie. Terrific work from the youngster. Tolo getting big minutes and producing well. Beattie with the ball at the top of the perimeter. Bevelacqua outside the three-point arc. Gives it to Abrams. Back to Beattie. Beattie and Tolo having a great battle at the moment. Back to Hurst. Eight seconds on the shot clock. She drives hard under the basket. Forced to pass to herself. She gets it back to Bevelacqua, who drives under the basket. Oh, one off. second on the clock, and she made it count. Beautiful stuff from Tully. That's, a, that's an experienced move from someone who's uh, spent their entire career being about a foot or a foot and a half shorter than everyone else. The AIS consciously putting the ball through her hands when they bring it up the court now. No one really dribbling it up. So they're just regenerating the ball. Driving hard to the basket now is Martin. Oh. Almost juggled in. Tolo with the offensive yep. ball. Great work from her. The score, 37 to 23 in favour of the Capitals. She's having a great game, Tolo. This is good stuff. Abrams shoots up with the three. Bounces off the back of the ring. Hurst gets the offensive board after it was capped away nicely by Lange. Hurst brings it back almost to the backcourt. She wouldn't want to go that far, though. Gives it to Abrams. On the baseline, terrible pass, and it's knocked out of court. Oh, no, it was beautifully kept in by Bevelacqua, and then there is a foul. Well, that was interesting. Bevelacqua and Lewis collided. Lewis wanted to let the ball run out of court. She tried to protect it. Bevelacqua put her body across Lewis and kept it in court, but now there is a foul on the Capitals player. How Dan Johnson did not call a foul on that play there when it was five feet in front of him, I don't know. Who should have been the foul? Tully Bevelacqua yep. completely fouled her. I mean, did, you know, it wasn't a hard trying to hurt this sort of foul, but she came over, reached around from behind her and completely took her arm out, took the ball out, has gone crashing into the crowd right in front of the ref, no call. And, and you look at the stuff they've been calling through the game, it's, that's why you get frustrated as a, as a player and a coach. There's just there's no consistency. There has been a subsequent foul called on the Canberra Capitals. I guess uh, if you're Dean Kids when you're going, okay, well, justice was served then. <laughs> we got the, got the foul in the end, even if it wasn't the, the one on Tully. But the timeout at the AIS training hall, 37 to 23, with seven minutes remaining in the second quarter. The Canberra Capitals lead the Australian Institute of Sport. It is round two of the Women's National Basketball League. There is only one player on the court into double figures at the moment, and that player is Mary Ann Tola, who is playing a terrific game. She's up against Tracy Beattie, who I would imagine would have to be the tallest player in the league at 202 centimetres. Absolutely, she's the tallest, yeah, and, and a pretty daunting uh, prospect for a young player like uh, Mariana, so she's doing very, very well. I'll be interested to see her go up against Rasmussen from the Adelaide Lightning. So oh, yeah. her play last night, a yeah. WNBA player, she's got some height on her. She's going to endure some good battles with the likes 
of Beatty, and also Tola, who's not quite as tall as our girls, but she's got some mobility. Yeah. Francis looking to bring the ball back in from the backcourt, gives it to Tolo, Cunningham with a press, bounce pass, did okay to Martin. She feeds it to Edsbury on the right wing, gives it now to Lewis. Lewis at the top of the perimeter, feeds Tolo under the basket. She's overmanned, and she does beautifully off the glass, up to 12 points, Marianne Tolo. Not a great pass in there to her, a really big, slow, lobbed pass. Easily picked off, but she managed to wrestle it out and get the points. And Tolo playing the centre post absolutely beautifully. Uh, and the outlet there from Tolo, up to Edgery. Oh, Molly Lewis gets it absolutely pickpocketed by Tully Bevilacqua. The ball the turns down the other way, and oh, Shell Abrams lost it that time. So Very interesting stuff there, Simon. Oh, Tully Bevilacqua, call the cops. That was a beautiful piece of pickpocketing she uh, perpetrated down there. 37 to 25 in favour of the Canberra Capitals. They lead the Australian Institute of Sport by 12 points. Bevilacqua, this second term has tightened up somewhat. Bibby with the three-point shot. Doesn't drop. Rebound from Martin. She pushes down the court against Cunningham. Offloads to Francis. She goes left to the lane. Beautiful screen by again. Tolo. Tolo provided the screen, but Francis missed the shot. Bevilacqua on the transition now. The AAS get back into their zone defence. Bevilacqua goes to the right flank. Bibby creates some space against Lewis. Bounce pass inside to Abrams. Clever oh, shot, and she rolls stop. it in. That's, uh, that drive from Kayla Francis, that's going to be a highlight thing we're going to look to all year is when uh, Kayla Francis' eyes light up and she attacks the basket like that. That's brilliant. She's got some mobility for a big girl. Martin with the ball. Kicks it back out to Newley. Go Lewis. Francis goes oh! I'm almost rolled it in. Drew the foul. And I think it may be against number 32, Lange has been called. Hurst checking back into the game for Bevilacqua. Tully just giving the, uh, she'll kill me if I say this, but the old bone's a bit of a rest. She's uh, doing great though. She's been playing overseas for most of her career. We're very, very lucky in this country to have been able to see her play, particularly the last two seasons, which have been arguably some of her best basketball. Francis misses both free throws. Now that is costly at the charity line. Bibby on the transition, brings it down left lane. Beautiful block though from Francis. Now here's Martin, gives it to Francis. She looks to penetrate, stops at the perimeter, gives it to Martin. Pass was awkward for Newley and it's out of court. Uh, that's that error there from the AIS. It was a good decision from Kayla Francis to pull the ball up and and try to run something with a bit more structure and, and then get to throw the ball out of bounds like that, that hurts. Burst playing the point guard position now with Bevilacqua off the court. She pushes to the left flank. Bounce pass to Abrams who fumbled, got it back to Hurst. Lange free at the top of the arc. Hurst works her way underneath the basket. Kicks it to Bibby with a bounce pass. Long oh. three-point shot. Natty Hurst drop. Hurst with the offensive board and she forces the foul. Nat Hurst just all over that offensive rebound, the shortest player out there by a long shot. And uh, she just knew where the ball was going. She jumped up, managed to, to tip it forward, and then when tried to pick that up, Molly Lewis just tunneled underneath her. Foul against Lewis. Hurst with the ball on the right perimeter. Goes on the left dribble. Gives it to Abrams. Works her way under the basket. Left oh, hand layup. Unlucky. Good rebound there coming from Tomlinson. The pass wasn't up to it though. Cunningham Beautiful. And from the baseline jumper, nails it. That was a sweet move. Caitlin Cunningham wasted no time. Two dribbles to the right. Pull up Jay. All good. Newley with the ball. Gives it to Lewis. Feeds it wide to Francis who's just outside the perimeter. 
Oh. Great pass there to Newley under the basket, who's all unattended. Yeah, I don't know what happened there, but she was all alone. 41 to 27, 14 points the margin, so it's only two points more than it was at quarter time. Four minutes remaining in the second quarter at the AS Training Hall. Cunningham is blocked by Francis. And get that out of here, she says. Yeah, a little predictable, just a bit too sort of from Caitlin. Really make a strong move to the basket there. Particularly if you, you've got a defender the size of uh, Cala Francis behind you, you want to make sure you're going up pretty hard. Dean Kinsman has called a timeout, the coach of the Australian Institute of Sport. He'd be a bit more happy with the second quarter. Definitely, yeah. To 41, the margin in favour of the Canberra Capitals on AAS Basketball Radio. You're listening to John Keogh and Simon Peters. Hope you're enjoying the action wherever you're listening to the call because it is a terrific game. The AAS going up against their older, more experienced opponents. But they've settled down a bit in this second quarter, Simon, and they just appear to have settled a bit. Yeah, as you mentioned, early, uh Capitals only been able to extend that lead by two points and we're uh, just a little over four minutes to go in this quarter. So the Institute have hung tough. They've done well to not let that lead balloon out. Like it certainly looked the last couple of minutes of that first quarter like the Capitals were really putting on the afterburners and deciding to blow it away. But um, they've, they've done very, very well. And you know some of their usual players in Ebsbury and Francis not doing a lot. So, um, yeah. Kinsman would be happy, I would imagine. One player who is doing a lot is Marianne Toa. She is the leading scorer on the court with 12 points, and there's still over four minutes remaining in this second quarter. Great start from her. Abrams from the baseline, throws it in, offensive side, feeds Big it inside Sinclair. now to Sinclair. She's onto the court for her first run. Martin brings it back down on the transition for the AAS. Lewis to Martin, through hands. Francis with a long three throw off the backboard. She can shoot the three, man. She, I no, remember no. a game here last season, she knocked down about six. She knocked one down last week. That wasn't so conventional. Off the glass. Inside now with the shot is Sinclair. Yeah. For the, oh, yeah. And she scores her first two points of the night. Sweet little move inside there from Peter Sinclair. They've got a, quite a few of those sort of swing position players. Have to be careful here. They need Ooh. eight seconds. They just get it over halfway. The AAS. Francis falls over. Awkward pass for Newley. She accepted it though. Passes back out wide. Gets it to Martin. Martin feeds it to Tomlinson in the post. Works her way under the basket. It's through. Yeah. You don't see her under there very often. Rather, it was Martin who shot the two-pointer. 11-point game. Abrams had plenty of time to pull up for the three. Decided not to. Hurst feeds Sinclair on the baseline into Caitlin Cunningham's foot. She gets the rebound off her own shot. Both shots. Good rebound from Francis. She pushes down the centre of the court. Offloads it now to Martin. Martin, clever pass to Newley under the basket. Was fouled by Bibby. Wasn't called though. Lewis, back outside the perimeter. 12 points on the shot. She goes against Bibby. Drives it hard. Bibby gets the defensive rebound. On the transition to Abrams. Driving left lane and she scores. Classic Abrams there. If she gets that run out, she's got a really nice loping layup and uh, puts those two points away no problem at all. Tomlinson with the ball in the front court. In the centre. Pressured from Cunningham. She passes it to Martin. Martin with the crossover dribble. Back out to Lewis, who gives it inside the paint to Tomlinson. Up against Cunningham. She's blocked by Cunningham, but called for the foul as Tomlinson took it to the basket. Cunningham coming up for her 
First personal. First personal, so not too much of a concern. Bishop's going to check back into the game for her. There is a timeout, rather. That is called by Coach Curry Graff of the Canberra Capitals. Well, it's still all effectively tied up this quarter. The lead only uh, been extended by one point now. The AIS showing some real grit and uh, you know determination. They're not going to be easy beats this season. I think that that win from last last week, you know, albeit against an undermanned Dandenong team, it's given them a lot of confidence. And you can see, I mean, it's a, it's a completely different look to the team from last season. They really they looked uh, like minnows last season. These same bunch of girls, but they're looking at just a bit more positive and a bit more uh, prepared to actually go out and, and do the work necessary to get into the game. Coach Dean Kinsman having a word to his AIS troops, as is the coach of the Canberra Capitals. Carrie Graff, the buzzer blows for the end of the timeout. There is 2 minutes 22 remaining on the second quarter clock here at the AIS training hall. 45 to 32, the lead in favour of the Canberra Capitals. One of these teams will be two and zip after round two. The other will go one and one and probably sit outside the top four on the WNBL championship ladder. Tomlinson is at the charity line. She can reduce this margin. Let's see how she goes. Shot on now is good. Nets it beautifully. Can she make the second bucket? Waiting for the boards of Bishop and Sinclair. Tomlinson overcooked that one. Offensive board, great work from Langford. She kicks it back out wide to Tomlinson on the right perimeter. Tolo underneath the basket, one way, then the other. Ooh, Working against Bishop. Tomlinson, a clever tap, beautiful play. Feeds Langford and she converts from the baseline. Great work from Tomlinson there just to tap the ball down to an open shooter. So Bevilacqua feeds it to Abrams in the corner, back to Bevilacqua, inside to Sinclair, tried to draw the foul against Tomlinson, wasn't successful, with the rebounds Langford, she pushes down the centre of the court, still going, feeds wide now, with the shot is Martin, from the three point range, Ebsery with the offensive board, and it's out of court against Katie Ebsery, she was dealt with by Bevilacqua there, but no foul called, and Bibby will take the sideline throw in, deep in defence. This is a great work, great job from the AIS girls. They're just not lying down and they're working really hard. They've closed the gap now. Only 10 points, 45-35. Bevilacqua on the right flank. Bibby on the right corner. Now in the hands of Lange. She gives it to Abrams. Abrams driving left lane. Great work there from Manu. Good work. Forced Abrams to kick it back out. But this player, she can play. Great work there from Jess Bibby. Jess Bibby just popping up on the free throw and fading sideways. You, you hate to see that as a coach. It's Kelly Abrams. Oh! Kelly Abrams with the steal and almost got away with it. Just stepped out of bounds. She did. So, unlucky there. Langford will take the throw in for the AIS. Gives it to Ebsuri. Ebsuri up the top now. To Martin, Martin in the corner, Langford feeds Tolo, awkward looking shot, good work from Bishop. Abrams now on the rebound for the AS, there's only two players back, Bishop underneath the basket and the Capitals score, 47 to 35 in favour of the Canberra Capitals. The ball with Langford, she's on the left flank, outside the perimeter, Ebsuri to Martin, Martin feeds inside to Manu who tries to use the glass. And she draws the foul on her way to the basket. That's Abby Bishop. It's her fourth, and it is. 
unlucky. There wasn't much in that at all. So she picks up her fourth personal. Two of their tells in a bit of foul trouble. Bishop with four and Beattie with three. We're less than a minute out from half time. They do have some other tools. We know that. Langy and also Cunningham. But that's something Coach Graff is going to have to be conscious of in the second half. Well, it's an area that they, um, I mean, they were never in trouble uh, in having a concern of losing the game last week. But I think they finished out the game with uh, Beattie fouling out and Bishop with uh, four fouls. Yep. Manu missed the first, converts the second. The margin, 49 to 36, 42 seconds remaining. So time for probably two shots here. Cunningham at the top of the perimeter. Bevilacqua faked the three, drove it hard to the baseline, dribbles back out to Hurst, kicked it out to her. Hurst feeds Bibby. Bibby working hard to the free throw line. Lights up with a J shot, it fell short. Natty Hurst sneaks away the offensive and dribbles it out to the 20-foot range, turns around and drains the two. Beautifully called, Simon Peters. It was great work there from Nat Hurst. Tolo with the ball in the backcourt. Doesn't want to dribble. Passes to Martin. Martin on the right flank outside the perimeter. Manu underneath the basket. Forces it hard up against Lange. She drove it nicely. Three seconds on the shot. Bevelacqua driving all the way. She shoots from long range off the glass. Doesn't convert. And at half time, it is a 13 point margin. So the quarter time margin extended by one point in favour of the Canberra Capitals. It is 51 to 38. A great second quarter from the AIS. Absolutely. That's a terrific result for them uh, on a number of levels. They didn't let the score blow out. They've managed to get Abby Bishop into foul trouble. They picked up another foul on Tracy Beatty. The Capitals just didn't look as confident and as comfortable in that uh, period as they did in the first. As we mentioned earlier, a slow start for them, but they definitely heated things up towards the, the back half of that first quarter, but uh, really struggled to, to break away and, and put any sort of authority on that game. So um, that's a really good result for them. Just getting some special treats from Barb Lodding, the uh, Capitals. Um, yeah, Dean Kinsman would be very, very happy with his players. They've all gone into the dressing rooms. Uh, he and the coaching staff still over there at the bench just doing a, a quick uh, post-mortem of that first half. Well, we might take a break here on AIS Basketball and be back once we get these lollies out of our mouth, Simon. Right on. <laughs> for the second half action between the Canberra Capitals and Australian Institute of Sports. Welcome back to Women's National Basketball League second half action between the Canberra Capitals and Australian Institute of Sport. The Capitals 51 lead the AIS 38. And here's Simon Peters with some interesting stats from the first half. Yeah, the AIS doing a, a great job, as we, we mentioned uh, before the break, just hanging in tough there in that second quarter. The Capitals won the quarter 21-20. But uh, the AIS shooting for the half 54% from the field, which is really good effort. The Capitals only shooting at 45, only shooting 45, still a good, a good effort as well. But... Uh, a pretty glaring statistic here for the Capitals, none of seven from the three-point line. Uh, there's some pretty hot three-point shooters in that Capitals lineup, and uh, none of them have managed to drop one yet. So uh, they'll be looking to, to push that uh, stat up as they go. Well, Jess Bibby shot five of eight from the three-point line last week. Yeah, she's... Um, from outside, she's that sort of shooter. She's either on or, or she's stinking, so, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, and she's looked... Her outside shots have looked quite short tonight as well. Uh, the AAS with uh, 12 turnovers in that first quarter, uh, bringing it up to 17 for the for the half. So only five and a quarter is, is a pretty good effort for the AIS. 
That would have to be some reflection. The, the full-court press of the Capitals really tapered off a bit in that second quarter, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, they really eased it off. Uh, I, I think it was pretty much their decision to do that. I wouldn't say that the AIS uh, were, were breaking through the press and, and they decided to abandon it. They just changed tactics there and, and you'd be thinking that would be a tactic they might go back to uh, out of this half-time break. Uh, top scorers for the Capitals, Abby Bishop with 10 points, Kelly Abrams with 8 points, Natalie Hurst with 7 and for the AIS, Mariana Tolo with 12 points, Kayla Francis with 5 and Rebecca Schatz and Emma Langford with 4 and uh, Maya Newley with 4 as well. Well, Kelly Abrams right in front of us here on AIS Basketball Radio to get the third quarter underway. We are at the AIS Training Hall, 51-38 to 38 in favour of the Capitals. She dishes to Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua gets it to Bibby in the left corner, back out wide to Bevilacqua. Beatty at the top of the arc, feeds Abrams. Abrams with the crossover dribble, again third three. Gets it to Beatty who tries to work her way inside the paint. Tolo gets a hand to the ball, great work from her. In dispute, it's well done by oh, Polo, wow. transition basketball, feeds Schatz, oh, Schatz no. the easy lay-in down the left lane, she stole it back from Beatty, and now there's a foul called against Tracy Beatty, and she is in foul trouble for sure. And she's upset, and she should be too, that call was made from halfway up the entire court by another referee, when there was a referee standing right behind her, about 10 feet away. So, Tracy Beatty now on her fourth personal foul, so that is a concern. She's only got one to play with. Great steal there from Lange. She passes to Bevilacqua, who's run the court beautifully tonight. Gets it to Bibby in the right corner. Bibby gets it inside to Beatty. Kicks it back out wide to Lange. To Bevilacqua. She's on the left point arc. Abrams gets it, tried to get it underneath to Beatty. Six shots, seconds on the shot clock. Abrams thought about the three. It's down to three seconds. She pulls up for the J. She misses. Great rebound from Francis. Kicks it off wide now to Martin. Martin coming down the left side. Gets it Ebsbury. Oh, coming in very hard there was Bevilacqua. And it is out of court against the AAS. Is that correct, Simon? Yeah, well, once again, I think Tully probably very lucky not to get the foul called mm. on her there. She's um, she's forced the turnover there. But, but uh, you know, if you're Dean Kinsman, you're asking the rest, why was there the turnover? Sure. Because of the, the contact that Tully made. So... 13 points the lead in favour of the Capitals. Bishop underneath in the paint. Gets it back out to Bevilacqua who feeds it back to Bishop. Francis seals it. Bishop fortunate not to give away a foul because she did take Francis high. Not a lot in it though. And Francis brings it back in off the baseline for Schatz. No Bishop. score so far. Minute and a half gone. To Ebsuri who gives it back to Schatz on the right point. Francis. Back to Ebsbury in the right corner. A pass over the top of the key to Martin, to Schatz. Francis working hard, drives to the basket, left lane. Missed the shot, though, on the rebound. Transition basketball from Bevilacqua. She drives hard to the free throw line. Goes right, kicks it back out wide. Bishop thought about the shot. Abrams will shoot it. No, she won't. Bibby all on her own at the three-point arc. Overcooked the shot. And Francis comes up with a defensive rebound for the AIS. Still no score, first two minutes. 13 points, still the margin, 51 to 38. Ebsuri in the right-hand corner. 
coach Dean Kinsman screaming instructions from the sideline. Oh, oh wow. Francis was unaware of the pass coming inboard to her. Bibby will drive hard to the basket. Oh, played by Rebecca Schatz. Schatz. Terrific stuff. Francis on the transition. She shoots the three. Oh, it's pulled up short. Ebsbury resets the clock with an offensive rebound. It's down to 20 seconds. Schatz. Wanted the three-point shot. She works inside instead. Left-hand lay-in. Beautiful shot off the glass. Rebecca Schatz finally getting the points on the board for the Institute. First score of the quarter. Beattie is fed inside, and it's knocked outside by Tolo. Tracy Beattie is not happy. Uh, Tolo, not a tough foul there, but definitely reached over her shoulder. Stuff that Beattie and Bishop have been called for all night. And you can just see the frustration on her face. Tolo's not taking a backward step against Beattie. That's good to see from the youngster. Bevilacqua at the top of the arc. Gives it to Abrams, to Beattie. Tolo could have been called that time. And she is. Beattie drops the shot. And she'll go to the line for the three-point play. Yeah, they're, um, I mean, and if, you, if you're Dean Kinsman, you, you're absolutely telling Mariana Tolo to get out there and just work her over. I mean, Beattie has four fouls now. Tolo has one. So she can afford to give away one or two fouls. If it means, you know, getting in a physical contest, maybe getting a 50-50 call that's going to go against Beattie, that's a gamble you're willing to take. Nailed the free throw, though, Tracy Beattie, so the three-point play. Schatz bringing the ball down right wing of the court to Ebsbury, across the face of the arc, now in the hands of Martin. In the corner, Ebsbury with a big three-point shot. Offensive board almost came down from Francis. Ebsbury... Spoiled her own teammate. Abrams on the transition. Gets it to Bibby. Oh, yeah. Out and makes the lay-in. Great nice. play from Jeff Bibby. That was textbook three-man weave there from the Capitals. Bevilacqua, Abrams, and in the end, Bibby with the basket and picking up the foul on Mariana Tolo, her second personal. Her third personal, they're saying. Well, there you go. Our score sheets are... Uh, we were given a half time since she only had one, but uh, the desk saying that she definitely got three, so that's not a good sign for the AIS. Jess Bibby at the line. For the three point play, she converts. Oh, yeah, of course, she's fouled Tracy Bibby down yeah. here, so. Two fouls in this third quarter. That's all right, I'll get my head screwed on in a minute, then we'll be laughing. <laughs> Bibby now has 11 points to her name. So she's into double figures. Manu dribbles. Oh. You don't like to see her dribble for too long. They get it over halfway into the front court. Martin working hard against Balavacqua. Working hard now. Manu under the basket draws the foul on the way to the basket. And Jess Bibby puts her hand up and claims her third foul. Ellie Manu will go to the line. Capital starting to extend that lead. It's a 17 point game now. 57 plays 40. They just haven't looked quite as settled, the AIS, in this third term thus far. Six and a half minutes remaining in it. Manu makes the first free throw from the charity line. 51 playing... Sorry, 41 playing 57. Manu with the second free throw, converts. Good play. Beatty throws the ball to Hurst. Hurst passes quickly to Bevilacqua. Great play, gets it to Lange in the paint. Working hard now, Beattie at the free throw line, uses her big Ooh. body, goes off the glass, misses the shot. Quick transition basketball from the Capitals. Manu was stolen. Lovely play there by Bevilacqua. She transits back down the court, drives hard all the way, kicks it back out to Abrams. Hurst with the three-point shot, looked good from here, but didn't make it. We had a perfect view sitting right behind her. Beattie could be called for the foul there. 
She almost is against Manu. Would have been her fifth. Referee may have been aware of that. Yeah, it was good. It was good though. It was a good call too because there was certainly no contact there from Tracy. She had the, the height and the size to just wrap up the ball there on a much shorter opponent. Jump ball was called. The advantage arrow pointing the way of the AIS. Caitlin Cunningham and uh, Kyla Lange back on for the Capitals. Substitution there. Double one by Carrie Graff. Martin at the top of the arc. Gives it to Manu. She kicks it back outside. Ebsery working along the baseline. Manu pulls up for the two-point, Jay. Nice play from her. It's a nice little shot there from Ellie Manu. Back to a 13-point game. She's up to seven points tonight, Manu. Having a reasonable game. She's got a big defensive post at the moment against Lange as well. Cunningham in the paint, the low post. She's forced to kick it outside to Lange. Fake the shot to Hurst who lights up for the three oh, overcooked yeah. it again and there is a foul on the rebound is it against Cunningham? that's Bibby and it'll be her fourth personal so Bibby will be subbed out of the game by coach Graff Bevel Aqua, not much of a rest for her straight back onto the court so She's got a number shot. of Capitals players in foul trouble at the moment Beattie, Bevel Aqua and Bishop all with four, sorry, Beattie Bibby and, uh, and Beatty, yeah, three Bs, yeah. The three Bs with four fouls. Now, three-point shot coming from Lewis, can't drain it. Offensive board from Francis, Bevelacqua and her go for the jump ball. And the advantage arrow going the way of the AAS, sorry, the Canberra Capitals this time. Well, this is a good, you know, it's a, it's a real arm wrestle again. It's still 13-point lead here, and if the Capitals keep getting themselves into foul trouble, then the AIS would be feeling pretty good about making a run in the last quarter. Bevelacqua at the top. She's got Cunningham in the low post. Elects to go to Abrams. Cunningham at the top now. Works at the Hurst. Bevelacqua on the baseline, in the corner. Dribbles back outside the arc. And there is a foot violation called against Molly Lewis. She did put her yep. uh, uh, leg intentionally into that. So good call from the ref. Abrams will take the pass from the baseline. She's on the left-hand side of the court. Gets it to Hurst, outside the arc. Dribbles across now to the front of it. Abrams at the top. Dishes nicely into the Lange in the low post to Abrams. Fight away jump shot on the baseline. That was superb. Tough basket from Kel Abrams, and that was a sweet. Quick transition basketball oh. from the Capitals. A long throw there from Molly Lewis. It ends up out of court, but off the hands of Bevelacqua. It'll be a pass to Newley of the AIS. That's, that's Kel Abrams to a tee there. She knocks down the jumper. She's the first person back in defence. She got a hand into that pass and causes it to go away as she does it again and almost creates another turnover. In the post is Manu. She was fouled on the way to the basket. Wasn't called. Hurst walks it down right lane now, pressing fastly. She goes left lane. Wants to have the shot. Kicks it back out to Abrams with the bounce pass. Back to Hurst in the left corner. Gives it to Cunningham. Up the top. No room for the jump shot. Good work there from Manu. Bevelacqua will pull up and shoot for the two points from about 17 feet. And she nails it. Substitution called. They're calling a blood foul. The ref's sending Natalie Hurst to the sideline with the, with the blood foul. But uh, Nat's saying it's not my blood and pointing to one of the AIS girls. So... We'll see what happens. Um, not sure what the deal is here with the rules. I think she has to swap shirts, get that one off. 
There's blood, sweat, and possibly tears later on <laughs> this evening for the loser of this game. 61 playing 44 in favour of the Canberra Capitals at the moment. There's four minutes and seven seconds on the third quarter time clock. So the Capitals have extended it out to a 17-point margin. They lead by 12 points at quarter time, 13 points at half time, and they've just got on top of the youngsters in this third term. Yeah, the, the Institute just needs to hang tough again. It's uh, the same story as last week, although last week they were in front. So they need to try to make sure that this lead for the Capitals doesn't balloon out any further. Hopefully get some of those Capitals key players in uh, in Bishop, Bibby and also in uh, Tracy Feedy. Foul one or two of them out of the game and, and that really changes the complexion of it. Timeout has ended here at the AIS Training Hall. You're listening to AIS Basketball Radio with John Keogh and Simon Peters bringing you all the action from the Women's National Basketball League. Round two it is. Both of these teams defeated Dandenong in round one looking for their second victory of the season. At the moment, the Capitals are doing it comfortably by 17 points. Now, Abby Bishop and Jess Bibby back on for the Capitals. Langford. Almost caused the turnover there. Abram's such a good defender, isn't she? Beautiful She's work. One of the most underrated players in the league. And uh, Newly in the front court for the AIS. Sparking instructions to her teammates. Gets it now to Langford. Langford doesn't want to dribble. Throws it to Lewis. Lewis back out wide to Newly. To Francis. Four on the shot clock. Newly passed the basket. She was blocked beautifully by Lange. Here comes Bibby. Dishes back out to Abrams outside the arc. She wants to go to Bevilacqua, who's open, but she didn't go to her. Works it to the right side. Feeds Lange in the post. Lange wants to turn around. Gets it over to Bishop. Fortuitously, it came off Francis to Bishop, and then it's knocked out of court by Martin. Only five on the shot clock for the Capitals, though. Good pressure from the AIS. Capitals will have to take a quick shot here. They've got it on the right-hand side of the baseline. They'll look for Bibby, maybe. They go to Bevilacqua, who's just inside the arc. Missed everything. Missed it all. A good rebound there from Molly Lewis. She'll bring the ball back up the court for the AIS. Not much pressure there from the Capitals in this third term when they're bringing it up the court, the youngsters. Thrown back out wide to Lewis, who lights up the three-point shot, and it looks good all the way. Dang. That's a great basket for the AIS. That brings the game back to 14 points. 47 playing, 61. Two minutes, 50 seconds on the clock in this third quarter. Abrams finds some space. Lewis gets in her way, feeds Lange, and it's blocked by Francis. It came off Lange, though, after she shot it, according to the referee. Someone there fouled her. It was either Langford or Kayla Francis. Um, one of them, you could say, had the ball, but the other one had to be on the other side. So Ebsery playing the point role now. Gets it to Langford at the top of the arc. To Newley. Newley thought about going to inside to Tolo. Ebsbury in the left-hand corner. Right over the other side to Newley on the other corner. She almost nailed the long ball. Tolo with the offensive board. Feeds it to Langford who nails the two and rolls in. 49 to 61. The margin is 12 points, which was the margin at quarter time. Coach Graff having a few words to say to the referees at the moment. I've got to say I agree with it because you look at the way that the refs called the first half and that's when you got Bishop and Beattie in a lot of foul trouble they called everything and they're really letting a lot of stuff go now oh, Bevel, like that. some heavy work on Newley Newley could have been called for the foul it falls to Abrams, dishes to Bishop just inside the arc just hit the right hand side of the ring 
Bibby, terrific offensive rebound. Gets it to Abrams. New 24 for the Capitals. Good call, Simon. So Abrams can afford to take her time. There's some heavy work going inside the paint. And a foul called on Molly Lewis, number nine of the AIS, with some heavy work off the ball against Lange. Her second personal. Rebecca Schatz back on for the shoot. Haven't seen a lot of Rebecca Schatz tonight, have we, Simon? No, she's been fairly quiet. Bevilacqua, 24 on the clock at the top of the three-point arc. Gets it to Abrams. She lights up from three. Overcooks it yet again. Tolo with the board. Gets it to Ebsery. On the transition, Schatz drives into Abrams. Oh. She dishes out wide. Missing the shot there was Langford, though. Bishop pulls down a strong board. Pass now. They push it back down through Bevilacqua, down the left wing. Pass to Abrams, the captain. Lange at the top of the arc. She drives hard oh, to the basket. Man. She's being called for an offensive foul. Bevilacqua. I don't know about that. That is her second personal. Gee, it could have gone either way, Simon, that kill. <coughs> so one more. Not too sure about that call, but... Schatz on the right flank. Gives it to Ebsbury. 12 points to margin. Can they make some inroads the AAS with 1 minute 11 on the clock? Lining up now is Schatz from the three-point. Misses the shot. Bishop pulls down another strong board for the Capitals. Yeah, Abby Bishop doing a great job sweeping the boards there. Abrams running the four now for the Capitals. Posting up inside is Lange. Schatz going against her. Bishop to Bibby. Bibby drives. Then she pulls up for the quick J. Nice. Little left-hand roll in. Lovely work. She's brilliant off that pull-up jump shot. Ebsery to Schatz. Back to Ebsery on the left flank. They're going the old 1-2 tandem at the moment. Newly thought about the three. 12 seconds on the clock. Ebsery does shoot the three. It's Ow. a great shot. It's a great Huge shot. shot. Back to an 11-point game. 52-63. The Capitals leading. So 18 seconds on the shot. There's about a three-second differential between the shot and the game clock. Abrams drives hard left side and knocks it in. So... 13 seconds for the AIS to come up for a score. They trail by 13 points. The clock down to 7, 6, 5. Newly with the ball. There's a big court press from the Canberra Capitals. They're going to have to throw up a wild one. No. They didn't work it well at all. Newly just threw up Shut a down. hoping shot. Yeah. Great work from Jess Bibby on the defence. At three-quarter time, it is 65 to 32. Sorry, 65 to 52 in favour of the Canberra Capitals. They lead the Australian Institute of Sport in Women's National Basketball League around two action. Simon Peters, your thoughts on that third quarter? Another really good one. Uh, pretty much uh, a mirror image of the second quarter if you're the AIS. They just, uh, early on the Capitals got it back out to 19, the lead, but they were able to just drag it back in, keep it around that 11, 13 point mark and just refusing to go quietly into the night. Capitals looking frustrated. They're looking, uh, they're looking disorganised in offence. Not quite sure what the, what the deal is there, but there are. Uh, you see them coming off screens and stuff, and players aren't where they're supposed to be in their set play. Um, you know, still 13 points is a handy lead. You'd uh, you'd be surprised to see them lose that lead and lose the game. But this is good. I mean, uh, personally, at the beginning of the game, I thought it would be a very one-sided affair, and uh, it's turned out to be anything but, so a really good start for the Caps, for the uh, AIS. 
The statistician just dropping off the stats for three-quarter time to Simon Peters. We'll let him make his way through that in a moment or two's time. But recapping the score is 65 to 52 at three-quarter time in favour of the Canberra Capitals. Coach Graff going up against Coach Dean Kinsman of the AIS. Here's Simon Peters with some stats for three-quarter time. A fairly much expected stat is the um, the AIS is, is winning the rebound count, 34 to 28. Uh, the Capitals got 10 offensive boards though, which is a, a good result. But uh, the AIS with eight offensive boards of their own as well. The uh, the AIS shooting shooting percentage really sort of dropped in that quarter. They went from 54 down to 45. Capitals staying around where they are. They were at 45, just down to 42. So leading scorers on the court: Bibby has 13, Abrams 12 for the Capitals. Kohler has 12 also for the AIS. We're underway. Emsory lights up the three-point, missed the shot. Bevilacquack, clever tap to Abrams, who feeds Bibby on the transition fast break. She draws the foul and almost makes the basket. Shat will be called for it. What? The refs are disagreeing over the call. Is that correct, Simon? One's calling an offensive foul, one a defensive foul? One of them is calling a travel. It's the wrong call because Jess Bibby has travelled because she's been fouled. She got a a bit of a reach across the arm and across the face that's caused her to pull up the ball and she did actually travel but it was after the foul so that was the wrong call. Shats on the left flank, a number of Capitals players in foul trouble, three of them on four fouls so that's something to watch. But they turn it over, Balalakwa gets it over to Bibby, she'll go hard to the basket this time and she drew the foul this time against Ebsbury, no travel called, she'll go to the line. No, and it's a good, it's a good foul for Ebsbury to make. I think she's only got uh, two personal fouls for the game. Sorry, three? Ebsery. No, only the two. So she'll. Uh, that's a good foul to make because you're not going to give, in the last quarter of the game, you're not going to give a player the calibre of Jess Bibby just an open layup. Make her go to the line, make her earn the points. Bibby has 13 points. She still has 13 after missing the foul's good. throw. <laughs> Straight away the foul is good. It is that would have been out. Uh, an easy two points for Jess Bibby. Leading scorer on the court, Jess Bibby. As she was last week, though, she shot 31 last week. She has 13. The early part of this final quarter, she makes the second free throw and moves herself along to 14 points. Her team to 66. They lead the AS 52, and it's turned over by the AIS. Martin through her hands. Yeah, costly mistake. Great defensive pressure from Kel Abrams right up in Martin there and able to force the turnover. Bevilacqua penetrating down the court to Abrams, the captain. Bounce pass inside to Bishop, kicks it out to Lange. Bibby on the left flank, outside the arc. Bishop up the top, passes to Bevilacqua. She gets the screen from Bishop, goes back to her now. She works in the paint, off the glass, two points. Abby Bishop back into the mix. And the Capitals back out by 16 now. Ebsuri playing the point guard. Gets it to Langford. There's a call inside the paint and three too long in the key. Yeah, Marianne Solo. By Marianne Solo, yes. So that's disappointing. The margin 16 points now, 68 to 52. Let's hope the AIS can stick with the Capitals in this final term. Bevilacqua carrying the ball down the left wing. Pressing her is Martin. Bibby had some time to shoot it, elected not to. Abrams. A clever little bounce pass to Bishop. She's double teamed under the basket. But that frees up Bibby who lights up oh, for three. Misses again. Still no made three-point shot from the Capitals in this game. Clever cast by Ebsery on the way to the Ooh. basket. Scoring is Martin and she almost threw the foul as well. Great transition basketball from the AIS. 
Back to 14, 68 plays 54. Such a clever pass from Katie Ebsery there. Villavacqua, fake the three points. Bibby to Abrams. She works inside the paint, pulls up for the J. Tolo on the rebound. Bishop knocked out of court. Bishop, no, Bishop is fouled out of the game. Yeah, she had no position there and it was, yeah, just a silly foul. Right. Disappointing result there for Amy Bishop. End her game against her old team, but she has contributed 12 points in this evening's fair. Bibby with four fouls and Beattie with four fouls also for the Capitals. Can the AIS make some inroads? They trail by 14 points. They'll be conscious that they've got one opponent fouled out and two more of them on four fouls. Ebsery to Francis. Like to see her get more involved. Langford on the right flank. Gets it there. Mark to Martin oh, with Martin the three. Makes the three points. That's 11 point game. 68-57. They've really stuck with them since the first quarter. The AIS, a terrific three point shot there from Nigger Martin. Here comes Abrams, driving hard to the basket, throws up a wild shot, draws the foul on the way. Ebsery draws another foul, so that's her third personal. Not too much to worry about, though we did see her go from two fouls to four fouls in the matter of ten seconds in the final quarter last week against yeah. Danny. And it's a good foul, though, because Abrams has missed the free throw. The margin, 11 points, 68 to 57. Kelly Abrams... The captain of the Capitals makes the second free throw. Manu brings it in baseline. Ebsery running the show for the Australian Institute of Sport. She's only on six points tonight, Katie Ebsery. Had 13 last week. Inside, Manu was fed from Francis. Under the basket with the left-hand flick. Gets the offensive ball, then she knocks it out of court. Unfortunate for her there. She worked hard to get the rebound. Just lost control of it. Yeah, she was in position and, and she moved to the basket well, but just a a low percentage shot in the end and just not a really wise shot. Nat Hurst now running the floor for the Canberra Capitals. Bevilacqua having a rest at the moment. Cunningham onto the court. She has it at the top of the arc. Abrams back to Cunningham. Hurst on the right flank. Nine seconds on the shot clock. She dribbles left. Has to do something with it. It's turned over. Martin takes it, but she travels with the ball. It's a lucky break. A crucial error. Yeah, a really um, an ambitious pass there from Natty Hurst. A restart of the clock, 24 seconds. 24 seconds, 57 playing, 69. Bibby under the basket, draws oh, the foul. And rolls it in. Katie Ebsery with the foul, her fourth now. Deja vu from last week. She's gone from two fouls to four fouls in the final quarter in only a matter of seconds. Yeah, just taken by surprise there. A really quick inbound play there from the Capitals. And uh, just maybe you just attack the basket very quickly. Esri pretty much had no option there but to uh, foul her and hope for the best. Double substitution for the AIS. Lewis and Schatz coming back in for Langford and also the player making the foul there, Katie Ebsuri. Bibby at the line on for the three-point play. She makes it. Great work from her. Big Sinclair's just come on for the Capitals as well. And Jess Bibby up to 17 points for tonight. Can she get into the 20s? She was into the 30s last week. Langford, clever feed to Francis under the basket. The AIS score. Very good job there. They're back out to the 13-point game. The AIS reset themselves in defence. Hurst could have had the three-point shot. Tries oh, to roll it the way up instead. Langing with the offensive board. Gets a restart of 24 seconds. 
how that layup missed, I just got no idea. Natty Hurst was in front. Bibby going left side, then it's knocked out of court by Manu after Bibby tried to pass it along the baseline. She was forced out of the shot. Still a lot of time in this game, 6 minutes 30 left. 13 seconds on the shot clock. Bibby feeds Abrams, kicks it back out to Hurst. A long way from home, she gets it to Bibby, pulls up with a little left-hand jump shot, and she doesn't miss those. She doesn't deny these points. I don't think Jess Bibby's missed one of those pull-up jays tonight. Hasn't been good on the three points, but inside and around the key, she's been tremendous. Martin with the ball at the top for the AIS. Oh, she's put under pressure. Hurries to pass to Francis. Gets it inside. Missing the shot with Schatz. Collected it on board and knocks it in on the left lane. So still the margin at 13. 74 plays 61. They need to get it back to single figures, the AIS girls. Abrams at the top. Lewis pressuring her. Abrams pulls up with the oh, three and wow. she knocks it down. The Capitals with their first three point of the night. Kel Abrams, uh, I'd like to see her stats at the end of the night. I think she shot at a very high percentage. Martin running the floor, gets it to Schatz. Lewis at the top. Manu, just inside the arc. Feeds it underneath to Martin. Works nicely under the basket against Lange and scores the two points. That was a great example of the right shot to take in that situation, not the little reverse off the glass. She turned around, squared up to the basket, made the easy two points. 77-63 in favour of Abrams. Another three. She's got two three points in a low. Kelly Abrams. Great work from her. And the captain is leading to the front. And she's extended it to an 80-63 point lead with five minutes and 16 seconds on the final quarter clock. That's uh, a pair of heartbreakers there from Kel Abrams. The team shot, I think, nine nine for the uh, for the game up until then. And then Kel Adrian just strokes two of the nicest threes we've seen all night. All of a sudden, it's a 17-point tall game. Things are starting to look tough for the Institute now. Kelly Abrams up to 19 points. She joins her teammate, Jess Bibby, as the leading scorer on the court for the, for the AIS. It is still Marianne Toller, who's on 12 points. She's been stuck on that from memory since the second quarter, Simon, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she influences Wayne somewhat in the second half of this game. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've talked all game about the uh, the defensive capabilities of the Capitals, and uh, they've they've got that ability to to be able to adjust their defensive game plan. If one player starts dominating for another team, then they can just go out there and attempt to shut them down, and it's effectively what they've done. They've really put the clamps on her and uh, and slowed her right down. And and fortunately for the AIS, there have been other people who've been prepared to step up and. and take on that offensive role. Amy Bishop has been fouled out of the game for the Capitals. Four fouls next to the name of Lange. No, not Lange, sorry. Bib Bibby. AIS with the ball inside the key. They kick it back outside to Francis. Francis dishes to Schatz. Schatz on the left flank. Clever little roll bounce pass to Manu. And there's a call of a foul against Sinclair of the Capitals. No, it's against the sure what the call is. No score. No score basket. Right Shats, yeah. Yep. So Shats coming in for her fourth personal. So her and Emsery both on four fouls now. Just pushing through the screen from Abrams there. Chasey uh, Beattie on four fouls with Bibby on four. And Bishop already fouled out of the game for the Capitals. So some foul trouble for both teams. Abrams pushing left side towards the baseline. Beattie... Fed inside, the big tall 202 yeah. centimetre draws the foul as she threw the shot up against Francis and Kayla Francis has been called for her 
third foul tonight. It's good play from the Capitals. You see Kel Abrams dump that ball into Tracy B, who get her post position on the low post there, and the rest of the Capitals back away, giving her that one-on-one contest. Because in that contest, there isn't a player in the league who's really going to be able to match it height-wise. Perhaps Holly Griner. Tracy Beatty. She's going to bring rain. She nailed the first. A very high shooting action. Ooh. Can't make the second. Francis with the rebound. Dishes to Ebsery. It allows her to bring the ball up the court. She gets into her front court. Hurst applying a lot of pressure. Gets a hand to the ball. Almost affected the steal. Langford outside the arc on the right-hand side. To Martin. Back to Ebsery. Down to seven on the clock. Martin thought about the shot. Leads to Manu who goes all the way. Tried to use the glass front on. She couldn't. Bibby on the rebound. Transition basketball. She's got four to beat. This is out wide to Hurst. She has Abrams. Lights up. Gives it back now to Sinclair. To Abrams outside the arc. Hurst with the ball. She gets a screen from Beatty. Good work. Oh, Passing great to Sinclair under the basket. Oh, man. The shots. And Francis gets a defensive board. Ebsery pushes it along the sideline to Langford. Back to Ebsery. Martin with the ball outside the arc. Gives it to Francis, who's just inside the arc. Martin goes all the way. Bibby got a hand to the ball. It's knocked out of court. There's 10 seconds remaining on the shot clock. It's a real shame that Natty Hurst had the open jump shot just below the free throw line. I'd back her with that shot, but she saw Pete Sinclair all alone, did the right thing, goes a really high percentage layup basket, and uh, Pete just wasn't ready for it. Lighting up for the shot was Ebsery. She couldn't make it, though. Hurst on the fast break. Players getting back to the AS, so... Hurst decides to hold it up. She gives it to Abrams, who drives hard against Tolo. Tolo got hands to the ball. Nice block. That was a very nice move. Tolo went with her. Didn't infringe on the body. Just had the arm there. Made Kel Abrams have to basically shoot over or around the arm. And uh, that was a very nice defensive play there. 81-63 in favour of the Capitals. Bibby with the ball. Gets it for Hurst. Her looking out wide now, she gets it to Del Gleish, who drives along the baseline, wants to get Ooh. on the score, she's on for her first run, can't convert, pushing the ball back down the court now as Langford on the left-hand dribble. Michaela Del Gleish with the steal. Great work from her to Sinclair to Bibby, so a couple of the more lesser likes now out there for the Capitals, Bibby going left side, feeds Beatty, she's outside the box though, gets it over the other side of the key, Del Gleish, Bibby at the top. What will she do? Down to six on the shot clock. Pulls up for another jumper. Can't convert that time. Newly, the beneficiary of the tap from her teammate. Gets it over halfway. Martin shoots for the shot. Emma Langford. And Langford shoots rather, and she scores. And a good look and a wide open shot and every right to take that one and then paying off for her. Hurst with the basketball. Ebsery applying pressure. She has four fouls. Has to be careful. Driving against Tolo. Another block to Marianne Tolo. Forces the turnover. Ebsery gets it to Francis. Oh, no. Her foot. She was thinking about going all the way. She spent it before she had it properly. Definitely. And Hurst brings the ball back up for the Capitals. 81-65 the score. Time really running out for the Institute. Two minutes ten on the clock. Beatty. Oh, she put the heavy foul on Ebsery. Should have been called. Uh, there's fair enough no call there. I think they, they both were going for the ball. And it was made to look a bit worse. A bit of that, uh, that rule of the AFL where if you get your head down over the ball, they like to protect the, the player. But uh, that rule doesn't really exist in basketball. And, and Katie Esri dropped her head going for the ball. 
they just really collided. There was no one who sort of initiated contact. Checking in for the Capitals is Kylie Lange, replacing Peter Sinclair. There's a turnover against the AIS. And they can take the call. Ball in the backcourt. Minute 58 left. Capitals up 81-65. Hurst affecting the dribble now. She's going right side. Slowing it up. Mose, they've got this one in the bag. Dalglish feeds to Bibby, who bounces oh, it off no. her own foot. Comedy of errors. Ebsbury knocks it over the base, uh, the sideline. Attempted tunnel ball there. Capitals throw in. Comedy of errors. <coughs> Bibby with the ball in the front half on the right-hand sideline. Gets it to Beattie, who goes back to Bibby. Knocked out of the ball by Ironmonger. Ebsbury on the fast break. Hurst tries to affect the seal. Dishes to Newley. Misses the... Easy lane, Ebsbury on the offensive board, knocks it down to the AAS. Again, we see a player giving up the easy left-hand layup, trying to reverse off the right. I mean, Time out to see that as a coach. You just, you know, take the easy shot, take the easy one. Timeout has been called by Canberra Capitals coach Carrie Graff with 1 minute 33 remaining on the game clock in this final quarter. It is 81 playing 67 in favour of the Capitals. They are favoured to take out this game. Obviously with the scoreline now, they will take out the game, but the AIS, ever since the first quarter where they trailed by 12 points a quarter time, they now only trail by 14 points. Yep. So they've kept their heads in it and they Definitely. can be proud of their efforts. And once again, I mean, through each of these three following quarters, the, the Capitals have made runs, broken the lead out to 18, 20, uh, yep. and, and they've just been able to reel it back in. But you've got to be thinking now, a minute 33, 14 points is is uh, pretty much impossible. Yeah. Good going from both sides here tonight. Leading scorers on the court with 19 points apiece are Jeff Bibby and Callie Abrams for the Canberra Capitals. The AIS, it's Marianne Tolo with 12. Closely followed by Nikit Martin now. She's crept up. She has nine points to her name. Abrams with the ball. Goes into the backcourt to Hurst. First bringing it down, left side. Bounce pass to Abrams. Swings it to Bibby. Bibby now right side outside the arc. Driving hard against Newley under the basket. Ooh. Wanted the foul, didn't get it. as a jump ball. Tracy Beattie almost set in it. Looked like she was laying an egg. <laughs> the advantage arrow pointing the way of the Canberra Capitals. 14 points to margin. They'll be looking either for the, the immediate basket or to run down this 24 second clock. It'll drop the, the game under a minute. Hurst with the ball outside the arc. Received it from Abrams on the baseline. Looking to use the clock. Abrams to Beattie under oh. the basket. Beattie couldn't get the pass. It wasn't the best one. Here comes Ebsbury up the left-hand wing. Dishes to Tolo. Who oh, offense. Defensive foul. She goes through Kelly Abrams. And Tolo up for a fourth personal foul. She was looking to drive to the basket. She collected Abrams on the way as she lost the basketball. Kill Abrams up and shaking the head, and I would too if Mariana Tolo just ran over the top of me. Well, I think it was a little bit accidental in the fact that she Definitely not, lost yeah. control of the basketball, was trying to regain it, yeah. and didn't see Abrams directly in front of her. It was just a smart move from Kel. She stepped across in front, saw that Tolo was releasing the ball, so taking her eyes away from the defender, and uh, just used the momentum. Abrams with the ball at the top of the arc. Feeds inside the key now to Hurst. She backs out of the key. Ten seconds on the clock. Beattie regathers the basketball with the big hook shot. Great work with the Tolo. Ball. She's had a number of blocks this evening. Ironmonger to Newley. 
Phoebe putting a full court press on her. Lewis gets it wide over to Ebsuri. 30 seconds remaining in the game, 10 seconds on the shot clock. Tolo feeds Lewis out wide with a three-point shot, just pulled up short on the front of the ring. Phoebe, can she get into double figures? She's on 19 points. They'll run the clock down now. 16 seconds remaining in this game. Hurst just holding it up. 81 to 67, the lead in favour of the Capitals over the AIS WNBL round two. Hurst drives, goes baseline, pulls up for the jump shot. Ironmonger, strong rebound from her. Bounce pass to Ezri. She runs down the clock. And that is the final margin, 81 to 67. The Canberra Capitals defeat the Australian Institute of Sport in the Women's National Basketball League at the AIS Training Hall. Well, again, probably won by the Capitals in that first quarter. We talked all, all the way through the call there about uh, the 12 points they had at quarter time. Then it was only uh, 13 at three quarter, at half time, 13 at three quarter time, finishing out with just 14 points. So that's a really good result for the Institute. It would have been very easy for a young, inexperienced team to be down by 12 at quarter time to just, you know, maybe, oh, game's over, you know, we'll just lie down. Seen it happen, seen better teams than that do it. So it was a, a really good fight for them. A, a good, strong, tough hit out for the Capitals. Probably the, the disappointments in, the, in their game would be uh, Bishop fouling out. Tracy Beatty managing not to foul out this week, which is good. She uh, played a lot of that second half on, on four fouls. So she did a very, very good job of, of staying out of trouble. But um, then once again, more a result of some fairly inconsistent refereeing calls rather than them playing you know, overzealous defense or, or playing rough or anything like that. The margin was 12 points at quarter time, 13 points at half time, 13 points at three quarter time, and the final margin, 14 points, the score 81 to 67. And the Canberra Capitals, well, they're two and zip now. They can look forward to a pretty promising season, Simon. Definitely to go two and zip and uh, know that they've got two fairly big guns waiting in the wings to come in and start playing when November rolls around in, in Jackie Styles and Donald Lothargan. They'll be uh, feeling pretty good about those two wins. They've got, uh, of course, both of these clubs back up next week. We've got uh, two nights of double headers. We've got on the Friday night the uh, AIS will be playing the Bully Melbourne Boomers at six o'clock. The Canberra Capitals will then play against the Perth Lynx at uh, eight o'clock. Then the next night they back up and uh, swap partners. The AIS will host Perth, and then at eight o'clock Canberra will host Bulleen. So. Yeah, probably a quiet week training-wise for both of these clubs. They'll have a, a fairly busy weekend, but um, no injury concerns for either, which is a good sign. Nobody really receiving any attention at the end of the game. We had that scare with uh, with Jess Bibby's ankle in the warm-up, but didn't seem to affect the game too much. She came away with 19 points in the end. Uh, Kel Abrams also with 19 points for the Capitals. A couple of uh, numbers on seven and five, so... Good contributions all around from the Caps. For the AIS, we saw Mariana Tolo. I think she had 12 at half time and uh, didn't manage to knock in another point for the rest of the game, but I think that's more due to the uh, good defence from the Capitals just applying much more pressure than they did. Probably gave her a bit more room than uh, they thought was necessary in the first half and, and just making the adjustment. And then we had uh, on 13, had Nick, she had... Uh, Nine points. Nine points. Yep, and then we had also 
ended up with uh, Emma Langford and Katie Evsery with eight points apiece, and also uh, Rebecca Schatz with eight. Rebecca Schatz had a quiet game. She yeah. um, didn't see a lot of court time, but when she was out there, she was productive, which um, I guess that's all you can ask. Well, Coach Graff did manage to somewhat reduce the influence of Marianne Toller on that second half. As you mentioned, Simon, she had 12 points at halftime. She's ended up with 12 points in the match. She started off on fire. She really was the AIS go-to player, particularly in the first quarter. Uh, I think good she really defensive work from the Capitals in the second half. Yeah, I think she really caught them on the on the back foot in the first half. The Capitals were, were concentrating as as you would your team, and you'd be looking at at Kayla Francis, at Katie Evsery, and, and applying a lot of defensive pressure there. Uh, Rebecca Schatz can also be uh, a dangerous player, and they they played pretty tight defense on her to begin with. I think uh, for a while there, Tolo was able to, and not taking anything away from from her game, she played brilliantly. Attacked the the board at both ends, got some big rebounds and some nice putbacks. She's got a, a great shot for a big girl. Uh, runs the floor well. She's perfect frame. She's uh, big and tall and lean and uh, you know, but not too skinny either. So um, yeah, exciting stuff from her. Hopefully, we'll see as the, as the season progresses, we'll see more and more of of her game blossom. Well, the AIS, they retain their position in the top four on the WNBL ladder. After two rounds, they go to two wins and zero losses. Did I say the AIS or did I say the Canberra Capitals? I know who you meant, the yes. Canberra Capitals. The Canberra Canberra Capitals. Have... I said the AIS. <laughs> the Canberra Capitals retain their position in the top four. They're two and zero. The AIS now with a one and one record. Their percentage, well, it won't be too affected by tonight. The margin, 14 points at the end. It could have been a lot more, but they really stuck with the Definitely. more experienced Capitals in the final three quarters. And they won't go away too disappointed by their efforts tonight. Dean Kinsman just having a few final words to his troopers before they march out of the AIS training hall. Carrie Graff just helping warm down with her players. There's a couple of them signing autographs. Amy Bishop over there against her old team. She'd be pretty pleased in the respect that she got 12 early points, but she was fouled out. That would be the disappointing side for her. Yeah, and um, as I said earlier, I don't know that it was uh, that she did a lot wrong. I think she wore a couple of uh, unlucky calls, but um, definitely, you know, scoring the first four points of the game against your old old team is uh, feel pretty good. And uh, what did she end up with? I think she came away from the game with 12 points. So uh, let's not forget, she's still technically a rookie. She only came out of the AIS last season, and uh, to start in the Capitals lineup, it's, she's doing very, very well. The Canberra Capitals joining Adelaide as the other winner in round two of WNBL. Games still to be decided. Townsville versus Perth. Sydney Uni against Perth. And then Bulleen against Melbourne. So three results still to come in round two of the WNBL. With his thoughts and final statistics on tonight's game between the Capitals and AIS. Here's Simon Peters. Yeah, we'll start just running through the the, uh, the leading scorers. Of course, uh, Kelly Abrams and Jess Bibby both finished with 19 points for the Capitals. Uh, Abby Bishop with 12 for the Institute. Mariana Polo, 12 in the first half, as we mentioned earlier, but uh, nothing in the second. So, yeah, a good job by the Capitals to be able to shut her down. And uh, then we had Nikita Martin with nine, and then Rebecca Schatz, Emma Langford, and Katie Ebdery with eight apiece. A, a pretty good result. I mean, you look at the score and go, yeah, 14 points, but... Um, a pretty good result for the AIS. They shot the entire game. They shot at 45%. 
Uh, the Capitals shot at 40. Capitals took 22 more shots, 77 field goal attempts to 55. That's a potential 40 points that they, uh, you know, could have been ahead by. To to um, only go down by 14, I think the the AIS did a, a really good job. The the turnovers started to get away from them again in that uh, in that final part of the game. 31 turnovers. You're pretty much never going to win a game with 31 turnovers. That's something they need to reduce, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. And it was like Katie Evsery had six. Rebecca Shat six, Kayla Francis five. You know, players that have a lot of the ball in their hand, they've really got to work on on looking after the ball and and uh, yeah, just taking good care of it. So they really need to work on that. Uh, two of fourteen from the three point arc. They were none of twelve for Capitals until Kel Abrams hit those back to back threes in the last quarter. Did she ever? And um, yeah, so that's definitely something they'll be looking at uh, at training. This week, is and it wasn't like they were under pressure with a lot of those shots. They were wide open, particularly Jess Bibby. She missed quite a few. That's uncharacteristic. She made five of eight last week. Yeah, none she of She was very good tonight. around the key though tonight. So she made up for it in other. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think she that too. She took some of those early threes in the first half and realised that that maybe wasn't the shot for her tonight. We saw her go inside that little pull up, lefty pull up. She's got it's just fantastic. She uh, shot eight of twenty for the game. Uh, Kel Abrams, I thought, was shot a higher clip. She shot 8 of uh, 18, so just under um, 50%, still a very good result. But um, turnover count for the Capitals is, is pretty good, 15. And, you know, Bibby with 3, uh, Abrams with 3, and Bevilacqua with 3. So your three main ball carriers that are seeing close to, you know, plus 30 minutes in the, in the game, that's, that's acceptable. But... Um, Apart, you know, nothing else really glaring in the stats department except maybe for the the rebound count. The AIS out rebounded by 10, so that's uh, a good result for them and probably to be expected against. You know, they're a tall team and they're a very mobile team. Whilst we've got Tracy Beattie and, and Abby Bishop, they're probably not two of the most mobile bigs in the game. Um, certainly not Tracy, but um, uh, yeah, nevertheless, a, a good result for the Caps in the win, and and a good result for the AIS for not uh, lying down. Well, Simon Peters, thanks very much for your company this evening. It's been a terrific game between the AIS and Canberra Capitals. I think both teams will go away with a few things to work on, and we look forward very much to four big games next week between the AIS Bulleen Melbourne, Canberra against Perth, then on Saturday it's AIS against Perth, and the reverse, Canberra taking on the Bulleen Melbourne side. Should be some good games there. Definitely, there'll be some uh, some good matchups there, and... Uh the AIS Perth game should be a very, very close game, a really good one. And the Capitals bullying game will be great as well. The bullying team didn't drop a game down at the sale preseason tournament. And I just so. spoke to Dean Kinsman off air only a moment ago, Simon, and I said you'd be looking at least for one win out of those two games. And he said he'll be looking for two wins. So he's actually quite confident going into those two matches next week. Good on That's great. It's a great attitude to, to pick up. I think they've, um, <clears throat> you know, there's always a, there's that. Uh, that um, saying about you know winning is an is an attitude that you have to you have to have that attitude to be able to start winning games and it's good at, and they're certainly playing with more confidence and and they're looking like they'll be able to get a couple more wins on the board by the end of the season. Thanks for joining us on AAS Basketball. Remember to ch- tune in next time on SportRadio.com.au. I'm John Keogh on behalf of Simon Peters signing off and look forward to your company for the next round of WNBL Championship Basketball.